0: Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will?
1: Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this evening?
0: I'm doing good. I'm. That's good. You know, we we finally have started the Last of Us journey. Yes, we have. Um, um yeah, more on that in a bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I tweeted from our account last night between the Last of Us and then and then seeing the Mandalorian trailer during the Monday night football game. It's like it's Pedro Pascal's world, and we're just living in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's his time right now um, yeah. for sure. It's it's pretty crazy. I think there's going to be one week of overlap between the two shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but good on him. Good on him. That's all That's all I'll say right now. Um,
2: yeah.
0: Speaking about good actors and performances, um, you have a note on here about the notable wins from the Critics' Choice Awards. All I really know is Brendan Fraser won, and I mm-hmm. think Everything, Everywhere, All at Once won two for Best Picture.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yep.
1: And then uh, I guess Cate uh, Blanchett won for Tar. Um yeah, and also best directors, the uh, the Daniels, uh, Kwan, um, and uh, can't remember to have Dan from Everything Everywhere also, you know, picked up that award as well as uh, uh, ki who Kwan, also won for um, best supporting actor for Everything Everywhere All at yep. Once. So uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was a pretty cool moment seeing uh, you know he's such a likable dude he's just so genuine I mean, he, whenever he went up to give brenda frazier that that hug and uh actually i i um, saw him brenda frazier uh colin farrell uh, and uh, austin butler and a couple other folks they were on a, a actors round table yep recently uh hollywood reporter mm-hmm. and it was a very like you know em- Fun interview because all, all of them were basically talking about how uh they've overcome various struggles in their careers and you know fa- you know and case you know, point you know literally falling off to, couldn't get jobs uh, and, and right. you know and brendan sort of going off uh you know taking a little bit of time back and stuff and uh colin talking about like after uh which what, what, uh alexander mm-hmm. uh how you know he had critical acclaim in another role, and then Alexander happened, and then it was like, "Oh boy, my career is like in the rut here." But then hearing how all of them overcame that was uh, it was it was a pretty pretty fun uh, hour listen and uh if you're fans of any of those actors, I would recommend checking it out.
0: Yeah, the Hollywood reporter does a good job with those round tables i yeah. i' I've, I've lately gotten into the habit of clicking on the short minute. Um, few minute clips um, <laughs> and I saw a few from the director's round table um, and they were pretty interesting um, but I remember back in the day finding them and doing binges of going as back as I could ever <laughs> 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 um, because it's just interesting to get a group of people for an hour um, and by people I mean of these movie stars Um who have either had a break or who are already like known for these types of performances to talk about very inexperience very a varied amount of experiences and just see where the interactions are. Um, and I and I like it, I feel like over the years, um, the less the moderator engages, the better. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you're not watching it for the moderator to ask everyone different questions you're asking it for them to ask each other questions and to or to um to raise something like to have a conversation with these other actors about something so yeah, yeah. i always found that interesting but yeah um okay Well, why did you do this i don't understand the message you're trying to send me because I'm not going to watch Cocaine Bear. I <laughs> don't know why you have not on the content. We're, we're going to do this thing where we're going to like dance around talking about Last of Us as we look ahead at the next few months of content for the spring. And point number two, Will has listed Cocaine Bear, February 24th. I'm not going to watch that movie.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. I'm, I, this this is one of the ones I have on here. Maybe it's a guilty pleasure to go check out.
0: <laughs> You're a guilty pleasure. That, yeah. By all means, sir. Yeah. By all means. Because we know my mom, oh, my God, my mom. She has already, um, and for those who follow me on Twitter, you, you should know where this is going, but... Um, <laughs> For those who don't, then um, I'm sorry, side tangent, but my mom has already looked at theaters and been like, Sarah, BTS Yet to Come is actually going to play in our theaters in early February. Here are the dates. Now I'm just going <laughs> to eyeball it on tickets. <laughs> 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 it's not even on imdb yet like when our showtimes are she like what the (laughs) fact that my mom whose technology technological challenge figured out how to get to the cinema website to find this information is beyond me also um, yeah
1: i was what i was wondering if if she had like downloaded the fandango app to like you know get the notification whenever tickets go on sale
0: (laughs) I would be such a proud daughter, but no, she just okay. figured out how to get to the website, um, okay. and and yeah, she. Um, so I, I do have some my guilty pleasures are going to be all booked up in the month of February. Um, but I was thinking about it today. I'm like, you know what? Knowing my luck, knowing my luck with the MCU and weather mm. in Alaska in the winter, it is going to snow. When Quantum Mania comes out, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I had this idea because I will be perfectly honest. Yeah, we had some we had some snow last month. It's been quiet, Too
2: yeah, it's quiet. Been quiet. Yeah, like, like, I, yeah,
0: yeah. I have I I I took an entire two weeks off of work. I didn't shovel a single day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know because during December you were. I mean, it was like yeah, shoveling snow. Gotta shovel, get up the driveway, but...
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much, like, there was a good week and a half where every day shoveling, but it was only a few inches, only a few, very manageable, Um, but now it's just been nothing, and you're just like, okay, it's going to hit, and it's going to hit when Ant-Man and the Wasp come out, because knowing my luck, (laughs) I (laughs) want to, I want to go there, but I don't want to die, so fingers crossed... Um, it snows a different week, and maybe not that week. Maybe the week Cocaine Bear comes out. (laughs)
2: Oh, there you go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there we go. And for those who have forgotten, because I am one of them, every now and then this name, this title is mentioned, but I always am like, oh, yeah, that is happening. Um, But Shazam 2 will be out on March 17th.
2: Yep, yep. Yeah, it
1: was. Movie, I think it was originally supposed to come out in December, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, Avatar. Oh, we'll just we'll just go into the next calendar year so we don't like get destroyed."
0: <laughs> oh, it was supposed to be December. For some reason, I had February in my mind.
1: Or maybe no, no, cause, uh, no, it was in December. It was end of mm-hmm. in, end of twenty twenty two because they had remember Marvel. I mean DC had this whole like slate where they like. Oh, we have all these films coming out in twenty twenty two, and then none of them. I think only the Batman did.
0: (laughs) DC always has. And and uh,
1: and and Black Adam, and Black Adam, but um.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, Black Adam had.
1: Easy to. to,
0: Yeah. Yeah, had to come out, but. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Are we synced up yet? (laughs) Like we were talking over each other. I don't know if there's okay. Um. But before Shazam 2 comes out, um, Jonathan Majors is headed back to the big screen. You know, it's been so long since February when we last saw him, but now he's in the new Creed movie, so Creed 3.
1: I've watched parts of it. I haven't, I haven't, I need to like finish it. I mean, I, yeah, so, I, you know, I tried to go back and watch Creed 1, but it was, I think it's only on. I think it's subscription service that i not subscribe to right now. So I was like, I, I, I did not, uh, I, I haven't had a chance to rewatch it, but, um, but I enjoy, Creed but well, I've enjoyed p- the parts of Creed two that I've watched. I need to finish it up.
0: For some reason I never got around to watching Creed two okay. and I, and I don't know if I'm going to get around to watching Creed three, probably not in theaters. I'm going to be mm-hmm. perfectly honest. Um, but but we'll see we'll see you never know sometimes i randomly go see a movie yeah that didn't happen at all last year
1: (laughs) (laughs) making it up for lost yeah yeah getting back getting your your film mojo back
0: (laughs) i love how for the first time ever these dates are not in order so i'm like i'm like going backwards right now but um a trailer we do want to talk about because we both watched that recently dropped is the new Mandalorian season three trailer, which um, the show will start on March 1st to continue Pedro Pascal season. Um, and um, I, I watched the trailer a few minutes before we started recording good trailer. Um, I think this season is going to be my season of the Mandalorian. Mm. Um, because we are finally not walking in a desert. Um <laughs> we are finally it's more about Mandalorian culture because he broke his oath mm-hmm. and the repercussions of that. Um and and all I could help but think is for as much shit as I give Boba Fett, Boba Fett has some of the best episodes of Mandalorian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll start a wife and, an yeah. and I was like, yeah.
0: And I pity people who um, made the correct choice to skip Boba Fett, who are probably confused right now as they're watching Mandalorian Season 3 and like, wait, what? How did we get here with where we left them in Season (laughs) 2?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're to the wise. Just watch episodes, I believe it was 5 and 6 of the book of Boba Fett, and you'll be square for season three of mandalorian oh i I just call i just call those those two though that that those two episodes mandalorian 2.5 because i almost feel like they had like shot those episodes and then and then they thought maybe we could have it either tacked on well at the beginning of season three but then they were like no this probably better serves as kind of a, sort of like an interlude between the two seasons. Cause I mean, I think there is a time jump mm-hmm. uh, for, for season three. So this, you know, instead of doing like, I guess some shorts, they just like, we'll just, we'll just lump it into the, you know, book above effect. because. <laughs> We, you know, I guess they probably saw the, the, the ratings and stuff. And even though I know this is not what happened, but I like I like the story and I'm sticking to it. They saw where that show was going. And they're like, we need to get some eyeballs back on this platform. So we will we'll package these two into this show and, you know, to hopefully get people back into the fold.
0: Yeah, I, I just think that they the writers ran out of things to do with Boba Fett. And needed a MacGuffin,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: um, needed a magical wand to get him out of that situation that they boxed him into. And was like, you know what? We have some reliable characters and a reliable yeah. narrative. We'll just, yeah. we'll just continue this other story and kind of like make people forget the right. hours that they spent leading up to the moment with the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah,
1: but. Yeah, but getting back to the Mandalorian trailer, because, it, it, you know, it, even though there were n- not too many new things, because they had the teaser that I thought had a lot, you know, because we didn't have of Ton in this one, no Moff Gideon. Uh, we did see Kreef Garga in it. Um, and, and, of course, we visited Mandalore, and we got to go. We, we see that some of the story is going to take place on Coruscant. Um It seems like there's a flashback to when Grogu uh, was in the Jedi Temple whenever Order 66 happened. Uh, You know, we got, you know, so it had all those elements for for all the folks who were grumbling about not seeing a single lightsaber or whatever doing Andor. You know, you got lightsabers galore in this, probably in this show. Um, But also to your point about if you missed, the uh, Mandalorian two and a half. I mean, the whole ish, the whole story with the dark saber, because it wasn't showing. You know, didn't appear in this trailer either. So you will be lost, I think, if, or at least not. I'm not sure they'll do a, a a good point of recap and to bring people in who may have missed those those episodes um, when the, it, during the Book of Boba Fett. But uh, I, you know, it, those were some of the things that did notice that were that were not shown in, in this trailer but uh but it, it it definitely was like oh yeah um the, the 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 star wars vibe that people are very familiar with was 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 definitely there in this trailer and um yeah you know i'm super excited for for this upcoming season because another know thing too going back going to mandalore and him having to to um you know, do a penance or to, in order to, uh, reclaim his, um, Mandalorian creed, uh, especially given he had taken off the, you know, since he broke the, 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 Mandalorian code by taking his helmet off, um, you know, it really is going to play, you know, seeing that culture is going to be really, really cool. Some of the things from rebels, I think will definitely come into play here, uh, as far as, uh, when um we visited mandalore during that show um and and then probably you know and obviously we'll lead into some things with the shoka later this year so uh i'm very excited about the season I'm looking forward to march first rolling around here
0: yep definitely
1: yeah
0: um but before that <laughs> 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 um Picard will return for its third and final season on February sixteenth. Yep. I feel like we've seen a trailer, but I yes. could be. we have okay. We we've have seen a trailer yeah. that I've forgotten about.
1: Yeah, they've had they've had I uh, think two trailers, and then they had one at New York Comic Con, and I think they may have had another one. Um, and I know recently at the TCA, I know Patrick Stewart was talking about um even though everyone said this is the the final season of the show he was patrick stewart was started to make some chatter about well you know we might this may not be the end of this depending if we have a good story and stuff but i i really think this will probably be it you know we'll probably see some of these characters maybe show up in other star trek um properties whether it's live action or animation but I, I just can't see the next generation crew as a whole returning again uh, given I think this this the whole purpose of this third season I think is to give them a proper proper send off but um, you know one of the things that the showrunner Terry Metalis talked about was making sure that um, we're not just going to have these characters just show up just to you know do the thing of oh old Doherty's here and and but but them showing up not servicing the story because you know it, one of the with these bringing people back from previous shows into new content you know the whole nostalgia thing for nostalgia's sake happens i mean we we, we saw that quite a bit in the star wars universe recently and and and, and it ends up being just very disappointing for everyone so uh, I think the third season of Picard Are really trying to avoid Just having you know, having nostalgia For nostalgia's sake, which I'm very happy to hear that
0: Yeah I mean, yes, Star Wars did it But I truly believe the um, The show that Killed it yeah. <laughs> And I don't mean that in a good way <laughs> <laughs> About returning To the same will again And again, and again, is The Flash, Yeah. Which will start its final season um, on February 9th. And we talked about this last week, It's a bit up in the air on how much we'll be covering the final season. We know we'll watch the finish line, the last run, whatever you want to call it. Um, but um, the journey to that point, is still very much undecided. Um, And it's also apparently undecided and unclear if, um, for nostalgia purposes, if Cisco will return for the final season. Um, And I saw that he's doing something else right now, so very cool. Yeah, Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I know he said, I know Carlos Valdez said he hasn't heard from uh, Eric Wallace yet, and given that they are Already filming episode nine and probably into ten now um, of a thirteen episode season. If they're going to have Cisco back, they better they better pick up the phone and give a man a call and make sure try to book him. But uh, we'll see what happens there.
0: Yeah, that was clearly a lie that he told.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't, I I don't think it's a lie. I mean, given how, I mean, I don't know what I mean. As the way I that set lie is so, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know they lie all the time, but, I mean, at this point, given how open that set is, I mean, right. <laughs> there's no point in, like, playing, you know, it's not like whenever, uh, uh you know, Toby and um, Andrew were like, like, oh, no, 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 we're not Star, we're not Spider-Man, we're not Spider-Man, it's not that right, level.
0: Right, yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, then I, you have Tom Holland out yeah. there, being like, no, they're not, hint, yeah. hint. <laughs> I wasn't in that scene, but there's a Spider-Man in that scene. Yeah, but I didn't yeah. shoot it. I love that clip that went viral. Yeah. Him saying yeah. that. <laughs> um, and last but not least, to go back to March, um, Superman and Lois new season trailer came out. I've seen bits and pieces of the trailer. Um, the parts it was funny watching it because I'm like. Wait, I thought that actor left. <laughs> they go so quickly with the shots of um Jonathan that mm-hmm. I had it in my mind. I was just like, "Wait a second. Didn't was it he recast?" And then I finally um after like it's sporadically coming up um as a YouTube commercial the third time saw the frame with him and I was like, "Oh yeah, they did recast. Good job." Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. I- Still sad to see that actor leave who played Jonathan because he was one of the highlights for me personally. Um, but mm-hmm. I I I don't know. I'm the second season of Superman and Lois kind of went off the deep end, kind of got a little wonky with what they were trying to do and everything that and the payoff and CW scheduling got in its own way as yeah. per usual um but the trailer itself i i really like the first season of the show so i'm kind of i'm i'm still holding out hope and it's not that the second season was bad it just it 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 got tiresome
2: yeah
0: and and then um with other things that were going on which i think we were watching the boys maybe at the same time like sometimes when you're competing with other content it's really hard to be like, "Oh, we're a good CW show." <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and and to your point, the CW scheduling did not help it because anytime the show was starting to build up any momentum, they would go on a crazy break.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh,
2: yeah, some of that.
0: Yeah, not as crazy as two breaks we're experiencing right now with Titans and Doom Patrol, but yeah, yeah some crazy breaks.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know some of that was due to uh, due to COVID. Uh, outbreaks on the set but Others were just they just seemed To be bad just bad
0: Scheduling <laughs> very Very bad yeah all right So Oh man where do we Begin with the last <laughs> Of us I'm I'm just I'm just gonna start well and say okay. I I did not watch it initially Sunday night I waited because in my mind I didn't want I didn't want this the app to crash on me
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um and I knew I had the next day off so I watched it Monday morning I know weird time to watch this type of show but I was also kind of hesitant because I wanted to text you so badly and be like okay so on a scale of like you to me how scary is this (laughs) 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 because I know what's going to happen. Um, As many as you you listeners who have listened to us for a while, you know that I randomly came across this story um, through Kind of Funny. I've watched all the cutscenes. I've watched other people play both this game and The Last of Us 2. I know the story. Um, But that was a good year and a half, two years ago. I was shocked, Will. I was so overwhelmed with how, even though I've been removed from the story for a long time, when <laughs> we, when just the the atmosphere they created, I was just <laughs> like, oh my god, we are here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is icon Like like you felt immersed, and um, yep. that I I it was it was a weird mix of they're not trying to be the game, but also trying at the same time. It's just this weird thing of where, no, you really did bring this world to life
2: Mm -hmm. in
0: um, the best way. And I think that has to do with a lot of the creators, um, the the creator of the game being involved in the show, Mm -hmm. as well as having somebody who's been a fan of the game. Also be involved of it, and I still need to check out Chernobyl, but I hear it's a great, great, great show.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've heard the
1: same. Yeah, I haven't checked it out either, uh, but uh, but now after watching this episode, uh, it's on my watch list.
0: Yeah, and and the the first scene um totally co- took me by surprise because mm-hmm. I was I was not expecting a a cold open or for it to be 1968 on a talk show talking about having a debate about infections, um, a virus versus a fungus infection. Um, And I loved it because us coming out of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, we, we kind of, I don't know, it's just this weird sense of, I know what he's talking about, but oh, wait, there's more yeah. <laughs> Things can get a lot worse if you think about this logically and and then to jump forward and have that set up the tension because that conversation really does set up the tension of this this day we witness with Sarah mm-hmm. and 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 all I could do was just think about the day the world shut down with COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and and it and it is this weird thing where everything seems normal but something at the same time you're like okay something is not right
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and they built that up so well I was just a I was kind of terrified because I'm like I know you're gonna do a jump scare I know you're gonna do a jump but b I was also just like this is a very immersive experience which is how you bring something like a video game that is an immersive experience to life, um, in this medium. So, um, I have a lot more to say, but on that note, I'm going to jump to you, Will, and you can, you can start there with the beginning, middle or end, like wherever you want to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, felt a lot of the same things that you just described. Uh, I did not play the game. So uh, so everything I know about the The Last of Us really has been, you know, from you uh, and also just you know saw whenever um saw that this was show is gonna be premiering this year, just you know, don't you know, just read articles about it and that kind of thing. I uh, did watch a couple, you know, did go down a YouTube rabbit hole uh, to to see some of the uh especially the, the, the some of the cutscenes from from the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and there was there was one that I was telling about before we started recording and I was like, whoa whoa whoa, whoa. maybe I've gone went a little too long <laughs> in the video but uh but you know but i I had you know I did understand the basic outline of the story uh it, it, it was to your point the, the cold open was just it was I had that same feeling that you had and, and really as I was watching it and and, you know, it, it, it wasn't how I expected this type of this type of show to just to, to start. Right. Um, and, and 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 thinking about it in the in in the context of what we've just been through. Here, and then also, as they're describing this fungus, which is an actual the fungus that they're describing, it wasn't some sci fi concept that they they just made mm-hmm. up. Right. It, this uh, the the. Because sepsis is, is, is a fungus that, uh, under the right conditions, um, you know, at least with insects, it does the very thing that infects uh, insects in the real world. Uh, but funnily enough, this, this product is also used in, in various products um, that we use in our everyday lives as far as vitamin supplements and other things, too. So it's sort of like, huh, you know, something that has such helpful uses can also be something that, you know, could possibly mutate and kill everyone so um so it was you know so it was it was that 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 open and the debate back and forth you know thinking about how these debates play out now and 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 thinking ahead to like what's the next thing and you know and the one you know scientist was like you know know, viruses are something we can we can't win but the fungus no there's just if something like this happens, and then you know you bring in the climate change, you know you are talking about all the conditions and warming and stuff. I mean it was just very like, it, it, I love it when a story can utilize real world events, in, 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 and 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 graft it into the story that they're telling without being preachy uh, right. about some of the inherent risk of things that we're doing. In our present day to the environment or or whatever it is whether it's you know race, class environment whatever it is i love it when stories do that and i, I thought they did a really good job here without making a value judgment on anything but just got you thinking
0: well it just got that fear yeah you know?
1: and
2: that fear and, and
0: that idea that yeah. okay we're about to like we're about to quote unquote the the we did both of us did listen to the last of us podcast which mm-hmm. the creators talk about why they a inserted added this scene mm-hmm. um and the intent was to not really say oh like it was just to to kind of make the viewers think like okay yeah. so this is this is what leads to what happens 20 um In two thousand three, outbreak day, but but they don't. They also say, but you know, it. We don't really make that clear. So, (laughs) it's your own idea, and and I think that's what a horror um, show should do. It's Mm -hmm. like they're balanced. They're walking, threading this line between sci-fi and horror. Yeah, they want it to be scary. They need outbreak day to be intense and to have a lot of tension. Um, but they also want to ground it with some science
2: mm-hmm. and
0: um, to make you remember this is sci-fi at the end of the day right. that we're also dealing with, even though it's a very horrific um, element aspect yeah. of it.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. And using real science to like, I think that's the other thing, like you said, to to like play up that fear, because that that's the thing about this show that I... Like you're saying, you were like anticipating the jump scare at any moment. <laughs> you know, they, they, they did, a, they, they built up the tension with sort of setting the stage. And then we get to Sarah on her first day, you know, the the, the, the outbreak day and you're going about, you're right. I mean, it's just like all of us back in, you know, March or whatever, of 2020, we're just going about our daily business. And the next thing you know, we're, we're all having to, uh, you know, uh, change what we're, our life as far as being locked down or whatever. And in her in her case, uh, it was going to school, and you know it was Joel's birthday, and she was wanting to get that watch his, his watch fixed, and mm-hmm. and going through the dresser drawer, and you know you know just taking just enough money. And that's the other thing too that I think they uh, just between the comparisons of the game versus, from what I understand, and also just seeing the cutscenes, um, really fleshing her out to like help you know because she only has a very short period of time in this story but one of the things i thought one of the things that they did was really flesh her character out to the place You, you felt for this person. And and, and, and again, that just goes to that strong writing and the strong acting of, of Nico Parker to make you really care about what's, you know, care about Sarah, you know, and and then of course, you know, we meet Joel, you know, and he, he's just, you know, he's, he's he's dad, you know, and and when we were introduced to these characters, it's like, okay,
2: yeah, you know, this
1: is, I can relate to these people because we, we know people like this. And I think that's that's another great thing about why this show was was working for me from the outset.
0: Yeah, I to to touch on Sarah and and we don't just meet Joel but we meet Tommy as well. Mm-hmm. Um I I think it was a good choice or not choice. Um I shouldn't say it like that, but I think it was a good to have us experience outdate Bre- outdate Bre- Outbreak day <laughs> through <laughs> Sarah's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, because for th- for viewers who uh, have played the game, mm-hmm. they know what happens to Sarah, like mm-hmm. the fate. Right. Um, and so it's something new and refreshing for them. For those yeah. who haven't, you're like, okay, this isn't the girl they sent, showed in the trailer, but I like her.
1: Exactly. That's through. <laughs> and me. then they're yes. like, Oh yeah, See, that's we know. a still.
0: We want you to like yeah. her. We want you yeah. because we're going to rip your heart out. Um, yes,
1: and it, it completely did. I mean.
0: Did you cry? <laughs>
1: I I was like, wait a minute. I was that. I was like, no, wait a minute. That now did I miss? Yeah. So because I, I had, again, I mean, I knew about Joel and Ellie, but I didn't know about right. Sarah. Right. Yeah. And it completely and, worked. And-
0: yeah, it, and, and so I, I think that that was just very smart. Um, and talking about through the lens of Sarah, um, shout out to the directors, the stunt coordinators of the car chase scene um, in the middle of that town mm-hmm. t- town square where they get, because I was, while I was watching, like they finally make it out of the neighborhood, they're, they're on the road and, and all of these dead ends and then they get boxed in. There was something about that where, again, I've never actually played the game, but I've listened to people play the game. I've listened to the cutscenes. I've watched the cutscenes. Um, And so there was something about how they recorded the voices of the actors, which seemed very much... I don't know, it just, there triggered something in me where I was like, wait a second, I feel like this is a scene from the game, like directly from the game. (laughs) It was just the sound quality felt Mm -hmm. very, um, a bit different than I'm used to um, when I watch a a, a TV show or a movie. Um, and, And I've watched plenty of movies and TV shows that have had car chase scenes. Um, But there was just something about it. And then also, I feel like there were a few moments when when the camera was actually seated where Sarah was. So (laughs) you you they wanted you to be a part of that scene as much as possible. And I think you touched on this before, Will, but like that fear just grows. And and you're and you're thinking to yourself, you're like when Sarah dies, you're just like okay, well, that's the end of the episode. It's like, no, 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 we're just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is the, we, we have the scientific science conversation. Then we have the outbreak day and now we're 20 years in the future. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and you're just, you're also like, wait a second. People like I could, something that kept going on in my mind that I've never thought about before, but 20 years. This Mm. virus or this, um, sickness illness has taken over. The world has completely changed. Um, and yet Ellie was born into this world. Mm. Like if you really, there are kids who 20 years, is. we're not talking five years. We're talking, or like a year, we're talking 20 years. Um, and it's just, it's just crazy. Um, but and I don't know if you want to touch on anything else about outbreak day before we get yeah. into Boston.
1: Uh, just a couple quick notes on outbreak day is obviously the transition when uh, you know really in the context of Sarah and seeing things through her through her lens because I understand uh, that that differs from the game and um, where you know she's seeing the neighbor. She's over there meeting with um uh the the elderly lady you know whenever she was just sitting in the chair and of course the animal like the dog like yeah, you know, animals always know when shit's about to go down
0: <laughs> exactly very trope and the the best trope <laughs> the best
1: trope right yeah and but then just how they they utilize to show how the fungus like uh infects people and how it, you know, how it this overtakes the uh, the individual, like for, like, you know, and I think that that was the perfect using that infirm lady to show how dangerous this this infection is, because I mean she was basically catatonic in that wheelchair, and then and, and then we see once she was infected and how uh, how she got her mobility and other things back and how that fungus was able to, you know, heal certain infirmities that people had to, to, to carry out as ends, you know, th- th- as far as, you know, wanting to find more hosts to, you know, to propagate. So right. again, just, just that, that element of fear. And I, I mean, and whatever, you know, whenever she was walking through that house and, you know, I was anticipating a jump scare and stuff, but, you know, I was like still that I still, still got me. Uh, you know even though i knew it was coming at some point but just the tension, and so and so it just builds up builds up builds up and then of course when it you know whenever uh it happens you know, we get through that joel coming back after you know getting tommy bailing tommy out of jail and you know seeing all the things on outbreak day in the street and then of course i mean we can't uh before we go to boston i think you know we have to talk about the instant you know whenever Sarah does get killed
2: mm-hmm.
1: because it does have a very critical point later on in the story. Um, you know, whenever uh, the art, the military, uh, which clearly they've already started to lock things down. Um, you, know, you know, Joel trying to you know, trying to escape, and then you know, the of course, they get out of the hill, and she's shot, and and him holding her, and just you know losing losing a child i mean that's just you know parent that's the parents worst nightmare ever is you know your your child dying before you and 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 seeing the anguish and everything that um that he went through um when when that happened and, and and so uh you know that again just really sets up things for why we when we do now transition to boston we see joel in the state that he's in
0: yeah yeah which we don't initially see joel we initially um they made a choice to have a kid Mm -hmm. who's outside of the quarantine zone um wander up to the gate and they let him in and at first i didn't really understand what was going on Mm -hmm. um but but I liked how they they tested him and you're like oh okay it's turning it turned red I don't know what that means yet and then and then you you find out a few minutes later what it means and basically yeah. if you're infected they they give you um, sleeping medicine and then they burn you yeah yeah <laughs> you yeah, it. They, they, yeah
1: yeah yeah they, they yeah I mean you get euthanized and, I mean that
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: Joel, and Joel is one of the people who, I mean, there are, the, the whole city is under militia control, yep. um, and, and you find out a little bit about how there are a few fedra, as they call it, um, fedra-controlled cities in the United States, and then there's a militia called Fireflies who are are, are, are on a different mission, um, per se, Um, and they are, um, they are, they, I don't know how to even describe them, but, um, yeah, I guess they want Okay.
1: Yeah, I guess they basically, given that Fedra is sort of like clearly is martial law and, and the the Fedra, the, the fireflies are basically, they're the revolutionaries who want to free military control. And, and establish a new form of government. I guess is the most but, yeah yeah kind of yeah 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 yeah.
0: yeah there it's and it, and it, they do a good job about again setting up this um, martial law city, mm-hmm. um, this rundown and and just very worn out city, um, and where where we find Lo um, Joel who's just surviving. Um, and, and Tommy, even though, even though when Sarah died, Tommy was with him, Mm -hmm. Tommy is not with him at the moment. And that really sets up his whole motivation for the rest of the episode of, I got to get the battery. Tommy's out there. He needs me. He hasn't contacted me in a few weeks. I don't know what's going on. I need to go and uh, see about the cell tower because it might be broken. Mm-hmm. um and and at the same time as we're learning all that we're getting shown introduced to the fireflies and Ellie and and very quickly direct collision course and you're like okay yeah. they need the battery to get Ellie out it's Joel that's Joel's battery oh shit yeah, yeah. i see where this is going um, and a shout out to the actress who plays Marlene because it's my understanding she's the same actress who mm-hmm. plays her in the game. So, yeah. And and I was just like, he used to be very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah. So so Will, um, I, I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts on Boston or or Joel or? Yeah. Ellie.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, so, so Joel. Again, I think, uh, you know, seeing how you know, I, I, you made a good point, yeah, with, you know, with the with the twenty years, how um, a whole generation of kids were, were born into this world, and mm-hmm. then and, and 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 to really hammer that point in, you see how even. You know, with with the when we when we first are introduced to 2023 in this story uh it, it is the kid walking down the um uh, in the quarantine zone uh to, to meet with the doctors to see it to get scanned mm-hmm. and, and 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 again it just heightens how even after outbreak day how dangerous this 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 fungus is and how how the world has there's still no one there's no cure just like the doc like they mentioned during the talk show back in 1968 to um you know it, it gets the 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 fear the the ink you know the things the the tension and everything as far as just you know any anybody can get this you know uh so you know so it sets that that it keeps that level of danger there and then, and then, you know, when they euthanize the kid, and then we are finally are you know reintroduced to to Joel and seeing how how he's a broken man, and he's just eking out all these various odd uh, jobs, and especially you know when the lady sees the 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 kid's body in a truck and she just can't do it, and Joel's like you know we we, we see the, the we see visually there. How, how on outbreak day, his life basically ended as far as just being a feeling human being. Other than, I mean, you know, he's he's mission sensitive, he wants to find his brother, but there's other aspects of him that he's just, you know, he's just completely cut off as far as any empathy or emotion. And so, you know, so it was, it was, again, really just drove home, like, how this, how this, fungus has impact and, and the outbreak has, and everything from it has, has impacted, uh, impacted Joel and, and probably many people, you know, in the world. Uh, we're just, you know, we story is just focusing on, on his, his journey um, and, well, and, and, I mean, and, and you, intersection with, with Ellie.
0: Yeah. I mean, even the girl who administered that drug to the boy yeah. Um she she was closed off. I mean, mm-hmm. I think Joel's whole that whole scene with him being able to take the child. I maybe that's just because I'm I'm a little bit more familiar with Joel. I don't think he's closed off. I think he's stuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know if his life ended that day or if it just paused. Mm-hmm. And he relives that every night he goes to sleep.
2: And yeah. he has yeah.
0: tremendous PTSD. Um yeah where where it's just and I think and and maybe it's because we just went through this but in a weird way it does feel like there's a pause button when when a pandemic happened like for a good week or two granted it's been 20 years but you you maybe that's what happens with the human emotion and empathy when when your life feels like it's been on pause for so long it's just like suddenly you 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 don't prioritize women and children <laughs> you're just like yeah. you're infected i don't care if you're one i don't care if you're a month old you will die um because yeah. you're going to kill me um yeah. and and so and we'll see more about just how how this disease um, manipulates love and that affection um
1: yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said love because that was one of the things too that uh, um, and I know it, all the podcasts that we were listening that we listen to um, from the showrunners and how it is a story of love
2: mm-hmm.
1: and 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 how that love cuts you know uh f- as a result of of what what has what has happened,
0: right, yeah, right. Um, it's um, very easy to make a mistake in the dark. Um, yeah. Okay, I want to. So I, I texted you yesterday, and I said um, Pedro Pascal is doing Pedro Pascal. Um, mm. I, I'm a bit like his voice isn't a bit gruff enough for me. Just because Troy Baker's voice from the original game, like it's very iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I'm sure he's gonna grow on me. But the and and maybe it's just because I I know this girl was good because she appeared in Game of Thrones. I mean Pedro too, but she appeared in a very small part of Game of Thrones and made a huge impact. But Bella Ramsey. Like the moment she comes on, I'm just like, whoa, you're not Ashley Johnson, but you're definitely Ellie. (laughs) (laughs) You are so Ellie. in the best way. And I can't wait to see more of this, but um, it's just, there's just something about her. And um, to go back to what you just brought up with the podcast, they even mentioned this a little bit on it as well. Um, but there's, a, there's this thing that happens with Bella's performance where she is very aggressive, tough mm-hmm. girl. She wants out. She, she clearly grew up in this world. She's very, very hard-edged. And then there's these other very small moments with Joel in particular. Um, and it's that moment where she asks, you know what you're doing right. You know where to go, and there. And I, while watching it, I could even feel. It. I'm like, oh, she's scared.
2: Mm-hmm. There,
0: there's fear. And then, and for a moment, you're just like, you see, not a girl who was raised under a fedra, but you see someone who is just as afraid as everyone else. Like, yeah. um, she's never been beyond the wall. Like and and that goes again to the whole idea. Like Ellie was legitimately born into the society. This is the only thing she knows, and more scary, she only knows what's inside these walls. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what's out there, um, and and yeah, Joel knows, but. He, he, <laughs> the United <laughs> States is freaking huge.
2: Yes. <laughs> so,
0: um, but I, I don't know. There was just something about her in particular where I'm not going to say she elevated the character because the character is brilliant, but she just brought something else to it mm-hmm. um, that was refreshing. And very true. And um, and it's not that Pedro is not doing that because I know he has some great moments. It's just that for me between the two of them, she she brought she um added more nuance than mm. I thought he did. Mm. So mm. far. So yeah. far. We're only first episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't, I can't speak to, like I said, to that because obviously I had not played the game, but I will agree that, uh, as, as that everything I've heard about this character, uh, she definitely like embodies it, uh, and, and, and really that you know, the, the, fear, um, you know, like you were saying, I mean, they were, they were, when she said that to him, um, you know, it, it was definitely, uh, uh, because of her experiences and stuff, you know, she was, she was afraid. And, and I like the way they introduced her. I know from my understanding, they, they, they did uh, re, re, you know, retold the, the introduction as far as like how, how Joel and, and Ellie meet, I think. Um, whereas before I guess it was at work in the game, was it test that was, um the where thing where where they they met um whereas here she was like part of the fireflies, so it wasn't sort of happenstance that they they got together it was it was you know it was this this deal where the fireflies were like trying to get her across the country and um the the paths over the battery intersected but um i you know but whenever we first you know, meet her, and she's talking to the other fireflies, and the, the, the spark, and the spunkiness, and just the badassery that we could that will probably that we'll see down the line. Uh, it, it was all there to to, to to for us to to see that at the beginning. So, um, yeah, you know, I, it's definitely a character you can root for.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the more I think about it, the more. Um, I think that same fear and why that that is the moment where you even see Joel, who mm-hmm. um, some could argue has lost all empathy over the last 20 years. Um, others, myself, would argue he's just been on hit pause in that moment. He suddenly play occurred. And yeah. he went almost went into dad mode. Yeah. Um, and then it was quickly changed to know where we're still in this reality um, and this nightmare is still going on. So the walls immediately went back up only to be quickly torn down a few scenes later where history repeats this moment. And I think you needed that moment You did for him to see her as a little girl and to remember what, what Sarah looked like. In the back seat of that car, or when he when she when he was carrying her away from the clickers,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, because because that is the only I don't know if that's the only way, but I think that's the most genuine way to then in the moment when he's afraid the fedra officer is going to shoot Ellie mm-hmm. at the end. He he suddenly is just like oh this is not happening again no I don't care if she's like it's almost he doesn't hear yeah. um, the conversation between Tess and Ellie about like I'm not infected I'm not I got this weeks ago I'm perfectly fine um, and suddenly and then he's like no nope, I'm just I'm just gonna kill the you are not the same person who shot my daughter, but in this instance, you are, so goodbye.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and in a weird way, I don't think, I don't know if anybody's commented about this, but if you've watched season four of Game of Thrones, there is some kind of irony with how he kills the federal agent. Just saying, just saying as a fan <laughs> of both shows, just saying. Um. But, and I, I really liked it because, yes i i know a lot of the story but i've also i'm also like a good two years removed from it mm-hmm. i am i never actually played it so i didn't i was it wasn't that i was shocked but i was just like okay okay i yep. Yeah, pd ptsd fully engaged totally yep. understand yep perfect setup and and then that's the end of the episode pretty much
2: yeah um, yeah yeah yeah,
1: but but even with the PTSD engaged and everything that happened, like after you know after he like pummels the the mm-hmm. agent and the military guy, it, he you know he, he what really struck me with the scene was two things. One, one they mentioned on the, on the podcast, uh, you know Ellie's reaction oh, yeah. to so, it. Yep, to it, and and I agree because I was thinking that same thing that as I was watching it that real time. How she was just the the, the you know, and, and, you, and you juxtapose that with with Sarah's reaction whenever on outbreak day.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: there was definitely you know, so that 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 those emotions she felt whenever she was watching it, and and all, and it really again spoke to your point. Speaks to the world that she is in now, and and what she's grown up in, and and. And seeing Joel do this to that guy And then the other thing was Joel Whenever he finally, whenever After, you know, control clicked back in And he's just looking at his hands Mm -hmm. And, you know, he looked at his hands He looked down at the guy, looked at his hands And just, you know, it's just like That, just so many emotions that Pedro, like conveyed in that scene to like uh that was just such a like it just again just really just real gripping performance of like how ptsd impacts people and 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 like you said he's probably he has been on pause right you're right And, and but then he had the flashback and you know so Pause ended for that moment. Yeah. And, and that rage, that rage of, he just he just lost control and, and did what he did. And then yeah. once he got it back under control and then realized like, oh, I, you know, I, I've, I, we've got to, I've got to get it under control because I got to get this girl out, you know, out of Boston before more people come and stuff. It was just it was just a really power, powerful moment and, and definitely as far as uh you know first episode for for a show for me it was uh you know it's definitely one of the i haven't it's been a long time since i've seen the first episode of a of a of a show where i i was just like wow uh and, was and it
0: only like a few months ago well you no but I, I
1: like game of thrones but this was like next level i mean and Andor, I mean, but this was, like, like, this
2: was like
1: yeah, I mean, I like those episodes, but I mean, this was this one was different. I mean, it was just something about it because at least with Andor, I was familiar with it, you know? Yeah. You know, I had no like I went into this comp- really cold as far as just because I you know even before you know it's been like after I watched the episode, I started watching the cutscenes and stuff. So I went into this thing like other yeah. than just like knowing Joel Ellie. And there is some infection. I went through this thing cold. So right. you know, I could have easily been like, oh, this this thing sucks, and I could have just walked away from it. I'm like, you know, like <laughs> and I'd be and be done with it. But this was so I I you know I had no like rooted interest or or you know, familiarity with this 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 franchise. Mm-hmm. So that's why I mean it was like it it, it sucked me in because whereas at least with star wars and or yeah you know I'm, I'm all about that but this one was not so I, that's why i'm like this was next level for me because it brought me in where i was not a game player i'm not a gamer and it brought me in
0: yeah um before we wrap up for the night i do want to say um touch on two things um while you were talking about Ellie's reaction to Joel in that moment, all I could think about was um when Sarah when Tommy almost pulled over to the side of the road mm-hmm. to pick up the the family who had a little kid and Joel said no. Mm-hmm. And then when it was pointed out they have a baby, it's like we have a child too. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I something I think viewers should be aware or be just just have in the back of your mind like just 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 think about this while you're watching the next few episodes or the rest of the season is the question of is Joel a good guy mm-hmm. like and and because if you think about the first 35 minutes of this episode when we're spending the day with Sarah we're meeting Sarah's dad Arguably, he's not the best. He's <laughs> really not. Like, what What did he do? He loves her. Like, yeah. she loves him. But it very much felt like, okay, Sarah's kind of the parent here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So,
0: so I just, it's fascinating to me how, um, and Joel's a very fascinating character in this way, is that I feel like there's a desire to make him a good like a hero, this heroic, like put, put a dad on a trophy. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think it's because of the circumstance we place this character under and the connection he has, whether it be with Sarah or Ellie, um, that, that we do that. And, and I'm, I'm sure, and, and if I forget about this point, Listeners will please remind me like eight episodes from now because it's all it, like I have to remember this. But yes, continue watching Last of Us and just think about is Joel a good guy? Um and and I forget honestly what my other point was, but um yeah, don't spoil yourselves if you're if you haven't watched the game, don't don't do it. I know the desire is there, the crave to want to know, but as I was telling Will, this story is, it's not the most complex thing in the world. The spoilers are really gonna spoil like major aspects, major plot points. Um, and I don't, I don't think that's the way to approach this. I'm kind of like annoyed that I know what's gonna happen. Um, even though at the same time I know that there are so many more minutes for them to tell the story that so there's a lot to be expanded upon but still um i am i think um going into this as cold as possible is the best approach um and yeah i'm i'm very happy with this i'm very happy that this is kicking off like spring content for us in
2: 2023 yeah
1: yeah this is second uh, highest rated debut on it for an HBO show in a decade. The other one being one that we just watched a few months ago, house of the dragon.
0: Yeah. Which arguably has a better first episode of television, but that's a conversation for another time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, um, will, I, why don't you yeah. tell our listeners where they can find you?
1: Yes, you can find me on Twitter at will and Polk W I L L M P O L K.
0: And you can find me at S.J. Beaumont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Nerd. Find us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.